Do the rules of your faith sometimes get in the way of your enjoyment of Jesus? Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good Wednesday morning, my friends, and uh, I don't know what things look like where you are, but things here are pretty gray and rainy, and uh, it's a reminder that we have transitioned from summer to fall uh, here where I live, and uh, hopefully despite the rain, uh, we can find uh, enjoyment in the sun, Jesus. Uh, So it's a a fresh new day, and we look forward with uh, fresh perspective on uh, our time in God's Word. And we continue on today in uh, Luke chapter 5. We're actually going to be completing the chapter today as we look at verses 33 through 39. And uh, in this particular uh, vignette, Jesus again has an encounter with the Pharisees and teachers of the law. And in this particular instance, the, uh, the challenge is on the question of fasting, uh, which was a spiritual discipline or practice that um, they participated in, and they were questioning Jesus on why his disciples were not actively fasting. And so we'll see what Jesus has to say about that um, as we get into the Word. Uh, But before we do that, let's uh, pray to the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. Uh, Lord, quiet our hearts so that as we become before you today, we can be fully present uh, and aware of your presence with us. Uh, Father, I pray that you would um, calm those things that are stirring within us that might distract us from hearing from you, that we might just receive from you today, Lord God. We might receive what you have for us in your word. Uh, We do come hungry, Lord, and we're ready for an encounter with you. And we ask that you would uh, move in our midst today by your mighty power. And we ask all these things in your son's name, Jesus, our Savior. Amen. All right, let's begin to uh, dig into Luke 5, 33 through 39. They said to him, John's disciples often fast and pray, and so do the disciples of the Pharisees, but yours go on eating and drinking. Jesus answered, Can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. In those days they will fast. He told them this parable. No one tears a piece out of a new garment to patch an old one. Otherwise, they will have torn the new garment, and the patch from the new will not match the old. And no one pours new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the new wine will burst the skins. The wine will run out, and the wineskins will be ruined. No, new wine must be poured into new wineskins. And no one, after drinking old wine, wants the new, for they say, the old is better." Now, Jesus uh, says a lot here. Um, I think it's interesting to note when he is having these confrontations with people that question him about the things that he's doing or the things that he and his disciples are doing, um, it usually is on the basis of what they believe to be proper religious uh, exercises and proper religious practices. And in this particular case, it is precisely about one of those things. 
um, they're challenging him about uh, his disciples' behavior as it relates to the issue of fasting. Now, fasting is a deeply spiritual practice that is should be born out of one's conviction of needing a time away from some activity or some um, uh, practice in their normal everyday life in order to make room for really focusing on the Lord and leaning into his provision spiritually and otherwise. And so it's a deeply personal decision that one must wrestle with in their own heart and in their own spirit. And as one feels led to go into a season of fasting for a particular purpose of connecting with the Lord in a deeper way, sometimes uh, to get insight on a particular a question or a particular decision that they're faced with, um, regardless of what's motivating the fast, it should come from an authentic place, not just be a um, spiritual practice void of meaning. Uh, it's not something we can just walk through the motions on. We're not just fasting for the sake of fasting. We're not starving ourselves uh, for the sake of starving ourselves. Um, we're we're choosing to do those things in order to uh, practice pressing into the Lord. Now, in today's modern world, we sometimes people still will fast from food for a season of time sometimes for uh, cleansing for their body and for that additional space spiritually to uh, to take the time that they would normally be eating or whatever to focus on prayer or focus on the Lord in a more directed kind of a way. Uh, sometimes people will fast from technology, um, fast from uh, other activities uh, in order to do the same, to press into Jesus and to really listen. And and so it can be a beautiful thing, um, but it should never be done on the basis of some sort of legalistic notion that we've got these practices that we should do um, and we have no real purpose for doing them. And so Jesus is kind of confronting that in his response to them. They're questioning him about why his disciples aren't fasting. And he says, uh, when the bridegroom, and again, this is a, 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 a word that would be an indication of his identity. So again, he's making a strong and bold statement about his identity. But he says, when the, where the bridegroom is with the bridal party, they want to eat and party and, and, and make much of the bridegroom and his bride. Uh, but the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. And in those days, they will fast. And so Jesus is saying, this is the time of celebration. We're together. Uh, this is not the time for fasting. Uh, there will come a time when fasting will be necessary. Um, and so then he goes on and, and instead of defending what they've done, he teaches them a parable that gets them to consider some things. And uh, he gives them two images. One is of a seamstress or of a person <laughs> who has a garment that needs mending. And he suggests that this person cuts a piece out of a new garment to make a patch for the old. And he says, look, when you take the new patch and put it on the old, they're not going to match up. It's going to look silly. It's not going to be a proper fit. And then he says, uh, it's like wineskins. You don't take new wine, which is 
still um, in the process of sort of uh, aging and settling and pour that into old wineskins, you know, it's still kind of fermenting. And so it's, it's uh, going to explode the old wineskins and spill out all over the place and you'll have a mess and the wine will be gone and so will the wineskins. But he says you take new wine and you pour it into new wineskins. Um, and then he addresses uh, the issue that some kind of thumb their nose at the new wine and say, I'll take the old, it's better. <laughs> and so what he's really addressing is this issue of uh, tradition versus the, the true move of God. And what Jesus is saying, my disciples are engaged in um, connecting with the Lord in a new way because God is doing a new thing. The kingdom has been announced. Uh, the kingdom has come near. And my disciples are celebrating with the bridegroom, with the king himself. And uh, there will come a time for fasting when they're in the trench of ministry in there and they, uh, they seem not to know uh, what to do or how to get through certain problems that they're facing. There will be time enough for fasting. Uh, but it's a new day and God is doing a new thing and you can't put new things into old packaging. And so he's addressing uh, the reality that these Pharisees and teachers of the law are stuck in their traditions. They're so stuck in their traditions that they have no ability to see the new thing that God is doing in front of them. And he confronts them on that. And he confronts their attitude as well. Uh, even if even if they clearly saw that Jesus was the Messiah, they would probably struggle to move in his direction because they're so bound to their traditions and practices uh, that letting go of those things uh, is not something they're inclined to do. And so Jesus kind of calls them out here through this teaching uh, by getting them to think about their attitude rather than specifically um, uh, nailing them to the wall <laughs> by saying, look, you guys are just wrong. God's doing a new thing, and I wish that you would get on board with this new thing, but you're so bound by your traditions and practices, you're so caught up in yourselves that you're missing the very beautiful thing that God is doing in front of you. He could have easily said that, um, and he does say that through these words by challenging them to think about their attitudes uh, and, and their uh, commitment to their traditions above all else. I think it's a great reminder and a great warning for us as well as, as modern believers in the church today. Uh, sometimes we're guilty of the same thing. We're so bound to our traditions and practices that when God does want to do a new work in our midst, we're sometimes closed to it because we we don't uh, we don't see the benefit of it. We don't see the need for it. Uh, even when others' lives are being impacted and touched by a new move, uh, sometimes we're slow uh, to see the benefit and, and slow to, to take joy in what God is doing in new ways in different places around us, and even in our own churches. Uh, again, when I was pastoring the local church, there would be times when uh, people would get excited about new things that we were going to do and worship together, or new things that we were going to do in outreach and ministry, and uh, new things that we were we're doing to disciple the body. And uh, once again, those who had been around the longest uh, were not great cheerleaders for those events and often would contend against them and work against a new move of God because uh, they were so stuck in their traditions. And so may we not be, uh, may we not lose sight of the forest for the trees because we're so bound to our traditions, but may we with generous hearts 
in open spirits, open minds, uh, be willing to uh, meet God in his work and accept that God is always uh, doing a new thing in our midst uh, in order to make himself known uh, to new generations of believers 